happy day when Jesus was, when my Jesus was, he was mostly in the way, a happy day. Praise the Lord, family. I will call on the name of the Lord because he is worthy to be praised. To God be the glory, family. For the We Are Family prayer line, live and on podcast, we have another blessed segment of the Bible Beats family. After I pray for God's presence, let us pray. Father God, thank you for being the Lord over our lives. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us to heed your call to gather live or on podcasts to pray for families to know Jesus Christ as their Savior. Bless this effort, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise God. Family, I welcome our sister in Christ, Harriet Lee, to Bible Beats. Hi, Harriet. Hello, everyone. It's so good to be here. You know what? I really enjoy how God is blessing us on this platform to share the word of God with each other and to reveal what he wants for us through his word. God is good. Amen. And family, we're going to talk about a question. What is spiritual worship? Hmm. Think about it. Harriet, what do you think? Well, I think spiritual worship is when we yield our entire mind, body, spirit, and soul to the Word of God and allow God to direct us in every area of our life. And when we give God the right of way, we say, Lord, you take lead. Show us our purpose. And in Romans 12, 1 and 2, Paul compels Christians to allow God to transform, to change, and renew their minds. And so I believe that that's the lifestyle that we should have. And to me, that's spiritual worship, family. The message is still the same today. The perfect will of God is for us to be able to discern, to recognize what is good and pleasing to God. In Romans 12, 1 and 2, in the Christian Standard Version, it reads, Therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true worship. Do not be conformed to the age, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. I totally agree with you, Harriet. Romans 12, 1 and 2 was one of the first scriptures in my serious walk with the Lord that I learned and took to memory. It's important to find the answer to all questions in his word, the Bible. And Romans 12, 1 and 2 connects a sincere desire of one getting closer to God. I love the way Paul outlined in Romans 12, 1 and 2 what we as believers should do. I love the way the scripture shows the importance for us to have our whole body, not some Mm -hmm. of it, but our whole body and our whole mind 
that needs to yield to a life that is desiring to be lived to the glory of God. What does it mean not to be conformed to this age? Harriet, you kind of hinted towards it when you said this message is still true today. Can you kind of elaborate on that? Well, not being conformed to this world or this age means that we are not basing our goals, our lifestyles. We're not marrying the world. We don't look to the world system to direct every area of our life. Oh, we have another source to direct us. We have the Holy Spirit and the Word of God to direct our lives. The Scripture tells us that God will lead us and direct us into all truth. John 16 and 13, the Christian Standard Bible reads, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own but will speak whatever he hears, and he will also declare to you what is to come. Family, there is a lot going on right now in this world, in our government, in our school system, at home, in our workplaces. As a matter of fact, because we are living in a virtual world, we can clearly see the challenges of our youth, the elderly, men and women everywhere, worldwide. They're similar, and in most cases, they're the same. But as we shared in 2 Corinthians 4 and 10, the weapons of our warfare are not physical, but they are powerful and will, and will pull down strongholds. So, so we must stay the course, family. Allowing God to conform us to his word will give us direction and will show us how to live this life day by day. Our families and loved ones are depending on us. What do you think, Eleanor? Amen. Hallelujah. Family, Harriet is right on point. The distractors of the world are meant to cause the believers of God difficulty in focusing upon God. The world wants us to take our eyes off of God. It wants us to put our minds in different places. I believe that's why there exists such a wide range of distractors. It's like if the world can't get you one way, it will get you in mm. another way. Am I right about it? <laughs> yes, 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 Eleanor. The Lord wants to bring us back to our purpose. You know, I was reading Philippians 3 and 10, and it talks about knowing God. I am so excited about the scripture, so I want to share it in three translations. And it reads in Philippians 3.10, a New International Version reads, I want to know God, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and the participation of his suffering, becoming like him in his death. The Message Bible reads, I give up all the inferior stuff so I could know Christ personally, experience his resurrection power, be a partner in his suffering, and go all the way with him to death itself. If there was any way to get in on the resurrection, from the dead, I want to do it. And then the voice reads, I want to know him inside and out. I want to experience the power of his resurrection and join in his suffering, shaped by his death, so that I may arrive safely in the resurrection from the dead. This is so powerful. What I love about God is that he does not expect us to do life on our own. His guidance, strength, wisdom, power are released 
given to us through his word. And guess what? We also have the Holy Spirit to walk with us through this life. Family, we can do this, not just for ourselves, but for our families and loved ones. And yes, our neighbors and everyone that the Lord places on our hearts. It goes back to knowing Christ and being intentional. Just like you shared, Eleanor, we must be intentional. Praise God. You know, Harriet, it was the Holy Spirit. This scripture that you have shared is so powerful that we, I do want to know him inside and out. I do want Mm. to experience the power of his resurrection and join in his suffering shaped by his death. And you know what, family? We have to make up our mind. That's what it's talking about. It says when we present our bodies as a living sacrifice, that's what we're doing. We're yielding those evil desires that we have within us. We are yielding them and saying, oh, Lord, I didn't know that was in me. (laughs) But God (laughs) did, you know. And it's not like he tempted us. Discipline through the Holy Spirit, that intentional living that God is trying to help us to see how we can yield. And when we yield, it's like the scripture says, that is our true worship. Hallelujah. And as we worship him, we are being changed. We are being transformed. And it starts with the renewing of our mind. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. I love what you have shared with us, and I really appreciate what you have shared. And I really enjoy all of the scriptures and the encouragement that you have provided for us to understand that true spiritual worship becomes with yielding our mind, and that's our whole mind and body to the Lord. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Harriet. I love you. I love you too. Love you, family. Family, you heard Harriet minister to us how spiritual worship begins with us presenting our life as a living sacrifice, and how yielding to the Holy Spirit is our true worship. Hallelujah. It's just like Harriet shared. God doesn't make us live this life alone. He gave us his son. That's why I ask, does anyone hearing this prayer line, live or on podcast, want Jesus as your Savior? Then pray in agreement the repentance prayer. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner, and I repent from my old ways and thoughts. I confess Jesus as the Christ and the Son of God, crucified so his blood would pay for my sins and was raised from the dead so I can know Christ inside and out. I want to experience the power of his resurrection and join in his suffering shaped by his death so that I may arrive safely at the resurrection from the dead. Hallelujah. I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. And now, 
the Holy Spirit dwells within me. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the family and body of Christ. To God be the glory. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for your love. That is amazing and gives us cause and reason to worship you in spirit and in truth. Help us, Holy Spirit, to transform our lives and to present our body as a living sacrifice, just like the Bible says. Help us know Christ and to read the word so the Holy Spirit can direct us on how to live Thank you, Lord, because we desire to do as Paul says in Philippians 2, 14 through 16. May we do all things without grumbling or disputing so that we may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation. Let us be the shining lights in the world. Help us, Lord, to hold fast to the word of life so that on the day of Christ we may be proud that we did not run in vain or labor in vain. Lord, this is our prayer for our children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, cousins, loved ones, and ourselves, for we all need prayer. While the distractions make everything look good, open our eyes to the kingdom treasures, which are the real valuables for us to pursue. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Enlarge our territory, Lord, to gather several generations within our family to join the prayer line. May families in this country have their eyes open to the truth of the scriptures and the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we pray for the Ukrainians during this uncertain time. We know a God that has a handle on this situation, and we pray the Ukrainians know that God as well. Protect us through the physical storm and the spiritual storm moving across this continent. Lord, may the world gather in prayer for one another. Oh, hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Family, I don't know about you, but I give God the praise and I give him the glory. And as a matter of fact, I know you do too because I know who you are. And I love the way that God is really transforming us and making us. To God be the glory. He's so good. He's a right now God in our, our very present help that meets all of our needs. And I love you, family. God bless you.